Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Praying the Bible series. Each month we read a verse from the Bible and learn how to pray it back to God. Have you ever struggled with knowing what to say to God when you pray? Sometimes we don't always know how to pray or what to pray when we're talking to God. The good news is that God has given us the Bible and the Bible is filled with all kinds of truths that we can pray back to God. When we are at a loss and don't know how or what to pray, we can turn to the Bible to give us truths that we can stand on and believe in when we pray to God. Did you know that when you asked Jesus into your heart, you became a child of God? The Bible says we can have confidence as we come before God and talk to him in prayer because he is our father and he hears us. Today's passage comes from 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Corinthians is a book in the New Testament that was written by Paul. Paul wrote this as a letter to the church in the city of Corinth. He wrote it to the Corinthians. Paul was the one who began the church in Corinth on one of his missionary journeys. And so he would write to them to encourage them to stay strong in the Lord and not lose faith. Today's passage comes from his letter to the Corinthians, reminding them of who they were as Christians. It was difficult to live as a Christian during this time. Paul wanted to remind the Corinthians of what Jesus had done for them so that they might be encouraged and reminded of who they were in Christ. What Paul wrote to the Corinthians is truth for you and me today. Let's read what Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now before we pray, I want you to think about these verses. There are some big words in these verses, but I know that you are very smart listeners and you are ready to search for truth in these verses. So first, I want you to think about how Paul tells the Corinthians that if anyone, and that means me and you, if anyone is in Christ, the new has come, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Friends, this is really, really good news. Why is this good news? Because it means that when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he gives you new life. Your old sinful self, your selfishness and pride and anger and hatred and meanness and nastiness and unkindness, all of those things are part of your old self, your flesh. All of that becomes renewed and in its place, Jesus gives you his joy, his peace, his kindness, his generosity, his giving, his love. The old man dies. The new man is born again. He lives because of Jesus in you. Does this mean that you will never, ever struggle with saying a mean thing in your life again or thinking mean thoughts or being rude or selfish? 
No, you will still be tempted at times. But when we surrender our lives to Jesus, he comes and lives inside of us and gives us this new life. And with this new life, we have strength to overcome the old man, to not be mean or selfish or rude. And we can't do it in our own strength. We need Jesus. Now that you have Jesus in your life, you can ask him to help you. This is where the fruit of the Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit in you helps you to put to death your selfishness, your greed, your pride, your mean spirit. This is the good news for those of you who struggle with these things, as we all do. In Jesus, you can be kind. You can be generous. You can be loving and giving and joyful and not depressed and not scared and not sad. Because in Jesus' strength, you can have hope and peace. We are a new creation. The old selfish man has died. Now Jesus' new life lives in us and gives us the power to be just like him. Next, I want you to think about the word reconciled. Can you say reconciled? Paul uses this word a lot in these verses. To be reconciled means to bring something back together that was pulled apart. Have you ever had a friend that you might have had a disagreement with? Felt like you were pulled apart. Maybe you didn't talk to each other for a while or you didn't see each other or play together for a while, but then you made up and became friends again. You apologized, said you were sorry, and then you started playing together again or you saw each other or talking to each other again. That means you were reconciled. You were brought back together. In our sin, we are separated from God. God is holy and he cannot be in a relationship or have a friendship with us in our sin, in our unholiness. So that is why he sent Jesus to take our sin for us so that we can place our sin on Jesus. And then Jesus places his holiness upon us. And now that we are in Jesus and have his holiness upon us, we can be reconciled or brought back to God. This is such good news. Paul wanted the Corinthians to know that they could be reconciled to God and they did not have to be separated from him. Through Jesus, he makes a way for us to be reconciled to God and have a relationship with him. Lastly, I want you to think about that last verse we read. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Friends, when Jesus died on the cross, he became sin for us. He was perfect. He had never sinned in his whole life. Yet he took all of our sins upon him and died the death we were supposed to die. Since Jesus took our sin, when we believe in him, he gives us his righteousness. In exchange for taking our sin, he gives us righteousness. That means he declares us right before God. Not wrong, but right, holy, pure, as though we had never sinned. Isn't that amazing? We can stand before God as righteous through Jesus, not in our own strength or efforts. Only by faith or belief in what Jesus did for us can we be made righteous. It's a free gift. You don't have to work for it, pay for it, or earn it. You just have to believe. If you have never believed or asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins and give you his righteousness, would you like to do that now? Would you like to become a new creation in Jesus and have his new life in you? 
Now that we've thought about all of the truths of these verses and what they mean, we can pray this prayer and accept the new life that Jesus offers us. If you have never prayed this prayer, I want you to close your eyes right now and focus on Jesus as I pray. And I want you to agree with me in your heart as I pray. Dear Jesus, I have sinned. I'm a sinner. I know there are things inside of me that are not good. I have been selfish and unkind and mean-spirited. Jesus, I bring all of my sin to you right now. I give it to you, and I ask you to forgive me, and I place it at the cross where you took all my sin and died for me. I believe that you take my sin now and you forgive me, that now I have new life. Thank you for the new life that you give to me as you come and live in me through your Holy Spirit. I am now a new creation in you, Jesus. When I am tempted to go back to the ways of how I used to be, to the the old man of being selfish and greedy and prideful or unkind, will you help me to overcome and live victoriously through your spirit in me, producing love and joy and peace and kindness? I will trust you, Jesus, to do this in me. And I thank you that I am now reconciled to God. I'm brought back together with him. He is my father and I can come to him and pray to him anytime I want. And I know that he will hear me. I thank you that you give me your righteousness. That when God looks at me, he no longer sees my sin, but he sees your righteousness on me. I am the righteousness of God through Jesus. Thank you for forgiving me, cleansing me, and giving me your righteousness. I am a new creation. In Jesus name. Amen. Friends, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, be sure to tell someone, shout it from the rooftops, tell everyone you know. It's exciting. You are a new creation in Jesus Christ. Continue to think about these verses and truths that we have learned and let it encourage your heart. Don't be discouraged if you don't feel anything right now. Even if you don't feel like a new creation, you can believe that you are because God's word says that you are when you put your faith in Jesus. Well, thank you for joining me today as we prayed the Bible. I look forward to our time together next week.